Well, I'm glad everybody had a good New Year's. I'm glad everybody had a good Christmas. And of course, you know, we're coming out of New Year's and a lot of us are, we're looking towards, you know, what God wants us to do this year. We're looking towards the good and the positive things that we can change or how we can impact those around us. And uh, a lot of us, you know, we, we want to read the Bible more. We want to spend more in prayer time. We want to volunteer more. I mean, me personally, uh, my goal is to uh, read the Bible chronologically in the course of one year. I'm on day four. I'm already half a day behind. <laughs> that just happens that way. <laughs> That's what happens a lot of times when we set goals. <laughs> Although, I'll tell you what, I'm, I found a lot of cool stuff in Job that I never really paid attention to before. Uh, so God's doing his work. It just may not be on my time schedule. It'll be on his though. I'm going to do it chronologically, whether it takes me a little bit more than a year or not. Um, I've always wanted to read chronologically. And a lot of times, you know, we think about stuff like, uh, you know, how we can uh, interact more in our churches or in our communities. And a lot of that leads to leadership. And I was looking through the web and just looking at all the different leadership stuff, and especially in the body of Christ. And to be honest with you, a lot of this stuff just kind of scared me. <laughs> it just kind of uh, shook me up a little bit. And the other day on Facebook, somebody posted this, and I had to repost it. And I want to mention it tonight. It's a quote from Charles Spurgeon. And he, he says, Preach Christ, for he is the whole gospel. His person, his offices, and work must be our one great, all-comprehending theme. And that's, that's just the bottom line right there. And, you know, preach Christ. Christ is everything. And I, I got to thinking about it. And I started reading the, the beginning of the Gospels. And I realized that that's what leadership and that's what Christ was teaching us through the Gospels. That his leadership was, it was all through him. It was all about him. And in uh, Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, yeah, chapter 23, verse 10. I'm going to actually go back a little bit here. I'm going to start verse 8. Um, in this scene in Matthew, Jesus is calling out the Pharisees. He's calling out the leaders of that time period because what these men were doing was they were saying, we are the authority to Father God. You come through us to get to God. I mean, it almost sounds like a, a mafia <laughs> stigma. And, but that's, that was their leadership style. And sadly, we see it sometimes today, too. And this is what Jesus had to say about it. Starting on verse 8, he says, But you do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher the Christ, but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now I find it so interesting that Jesus said that after he just got done talking about leadership, because he's basically saying in leadership you've got to be humble. There is no pride, there is no authority. He says, I'm the authority. Jesus says, I'm the authority, not any man, not any person. So I looked up the definition of leader. And this is our 
our modern day definition of what a leader is. And this is how society looks at a leader, very much so, um, believers and unbelievers. And the definition of a leader is a person who leads or commands a group, an organization, or a country. It also means a person followed by others. Now there's three key words here. Leads, commands, and they're followed. I'll tell you what, I don't want nobody following me. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> You're following me. Uh, I love social media. I love it. It's a great way to share God's word. But every time somebody clicks on Twitter and follows me, I got to say a prayer and say, Lord, please, I pray they're not following me, but they're following you. Because it just, it, it, it just tweaks my heart the wrong way. I don't want to be followed. I don't want people to look to me to see God. I want them to look to God through Jesus. Because see, Jesus says, he says, I am the truth, I am the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. And if I can have a little leniency here, I'll say, but in and through me. Jesus is the center of everything. He is our intercessor. He is our mediator to Father. Only through him do we come to the grace of God. It's, and so, I know some of you guys are probably asking, okay, Dan, what does this guy do anything with us? We have all been called out. Every one of us here in this room is a believer. We've all been called out. We've all come to Father through Jesus. And he's called us out not to be leaders of the world, not to have the, the world definition of a leader, but he has called us out almost as apostles, almost as those messengers that he has sent out to share his good news, to share his love, to share his compassion. Everything comes through Father, through Jesus to us. And now instead of there being 12, there's millions. And we can impact the world because Father is working through us. And he's not calling us up to be worldly leaders. He doesn't want us to follow the, the 12 steps to be a good leader. We trust and rely on him. That's it. That's it. And he's put us in positions where we're leaders of our homes. As fathers, as mothers, as grandparents, as sons and daughters. We're leaders in our jobs. We have people around us where we work every day that are believers that are not believers. And God is working through us to encourage, to lift up our fellow brothers and sisters, to share his love and compassion with those who don't believe in him. Our neighbors, our enemies, to share the same love with them that he does for us. Even right here, in this group right here, he's called us all out. He puts a word on our hearts. He wants us to share it. I love listening to you guys tell the word and share the word that he puts on your heart. I love it. I, if, I, if I never went another Saturday standing up here, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. Because I love hearing how God is moving through everybody. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing here. Is that you, know, you can come up, you can sing what's on your heart, you can tell the word that's on your heart. There's no limitations, there's no structure, there's no worldly saying well, this has got to be this way and this has got to be that way. It's all about Father. Father puts something on your heart, you come up here, you share it. That's awesome. It's beautiful. And I love it. Jesus teaches us to lead 
in two major ways. One, we have to have that relationship with Father. Read the Gospels. Everything Jesus did through his three and a half years of ministry, everything came from the Father. Everything. And he led by Father as well. Everything he did was in and through the Father. If we look at John, and John's just such a great example, there's three scriptures here I want to read. John chapter 5, verse 19. Jesus says, And then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. Nothing. The Son of God can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. That's amazing. Jesus could do nothing of himself. He is the Son of God. Could do nothing of himself, but by what he saw Father do. John 8, 28. And Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. Again, Jesus does nothing on his own authority. By everything the Father has taught him, Jesus does. And then we see again in John 12, verse 49. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Now I think that just ties it up beautifully. God gave his own Son, the Holy Trinity, a commandment. That he speak only what Father speaks. And we see all throughout the Gospels, Jesus pulling himself away from the disciples, away from the apostles, away from the crowds, to that quiet time just between him and Father. Before every major decision was made, he spent the whole night praying before he chose the twelve that would represent the new Israel. And the apostles, the whole night praying. And we see that occurring over and over and over again. And so when we look at ourselves and we look at this new year coming and how we're going to do all these things, it is in and through Christ to Father's will. And it works right back down to us. So when we parent, we parent according to His will. When we work our jobs, we work our jobs according to his will. When he says, speak to somebody, we speak to them on his will. Comfort somebody, we comfort them upon his will. Encourage upon his will. Heal upon his will. Love upon his will. Even the people that are our enemies. Can't stand. Drive us nuts. God wants us to love them. Live according to his will. That is true leadership. And that is what God has called us all out for. And that's why I say, you know, when I get up and I preach or I, I share God's word, I'm just sharing what God's put on my heart. I don't want nobody following me. You're in big trouble, you following me. Big trouble, let me tell you. My wife will tell you. You're in big trouble if you're following me. So my goal for this year, besides reading the Bible chronologically, is to not be a leader by the world's definition. 
I want to be a leader by God's definition. For what his will is for me when I pastor, his will for me when I'm a husband, his will for me as a father, as an employee, as a son. To be led by him according to his will. And that others will come to know him, not by my words, not by what I did, but by his will. And truly, then they will come to know him. Because it doesn't have anything of me involved in it. My flesh has been completely removed. It's all Father working. And we know when it's all Father working in and through Jesus, it's all good. That's how I was able to quit smoking. That's how we're all able to overcome and to endure each and every day. And of course, we do it through prayer. You know, we have our prayer meeting like tomorrow night. We have intercessory prayer. We have healing prayer. We have prayer in and through and during services on Saturdays, Wednesdays, Sundays. We have lots of prayer in our lives. Grace before we eat. But that, that intimate prayer, that closet, secret place prayer time is where we truly learn how to live in His will. A lot of times we spend so much time praying for others and praying on others' behalf, which is great. But we sacrifice our own prayer time. And I've done it myself. And I, I have to sit back and go, what was I thinking? How could I even think I could pray for others if I'm not even having my one-on-one -on -one time with Father? It's because, and then I'm out of His will. I'm acting on my own accord. I'm acting on my flesh. I, I could be doing good works. But it means nothing if it's in my own flesh, and my own works. It has to be through Father. And so I stumbled across, as I was sitting here before we started tonight, our Father. And I said, wow, yeah, that just about sums it up. The one prayer Jesus teaches us, it's all, it's all right in there. So if we could, if we all say it together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us for our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy kingdom and power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 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 So Lord, I lift up every brother and sister here tonight. Lord, that we are moved, we are touched, we are convicted, we are filled, full of you, Father, in and through our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. May everything we do this year be to bring praise and glory to your mighty name. Remove ourselves, remove our flesh, remove everything of us, Lord. We humbly and meekly come before you tonight be filled with all of you so you can work in and through us that we are followers led by you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 I have a question. Yeah. You said, you said in, you read in there 